Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, March 2nd, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today. Crude oil tops $110 a barrel ahead of key OPEC Plus meeting. Biden said Putin was wrong and will pay a price. And supply chain on watch as U.S. imposes airspace ban on Russia. Leading today's news, oil's price ascent is showing no signs of slowing down ahead of one of the most important OPEC Plus meetings since the beginning of the pandemic. WTI crude futures climbed another 6.6% overnight to top $110 per barrel. And that was despite the U.S. and other members of the IEA agreeing to release 60 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and other emergency stocks. The coordinated drawdown would be only the fourth in the agency's history, sending a unified and strong message to global oil markets that there will be no shortfall in supplies as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. A general rule of thumb states that for every $10 increase in the price of an oil barrel, U.S. inflation rises by 0.4 to 0.5 percentage points. That's hammering consumers at the pump, with the national average for a gallon of gas standing at $3.65 per gallon, This according to data from AAA. In other economic news, President Biden said that Vladimir Putin will have to pay a price for Russia's invasion into Ukraine at his first State of the Union address to Congress. Biden also vowed to fight inflation during the speech. Consumer prices over the past 12 months have jumped by 7.5% amid soaring inflation at the grocery store as well as the gas pump. Biden said, my top priority is getting prices under control. Biden said under his infrastructure plan, the U.S. will start fixing 65,000 miles of highway and 1,500 bridges this year. Biden also called for the price of prescription drugs to be reduced and for the price of insulin to be capped at $35 a month. He also called for Medicare to negotiate the price of prescription drugs and advocated for a plan to reduce the cost of child care and wants minimum wage to be raised to $15 an hour. Biden also vowed to crack down on foreign carriers moving goods in and out of America, claiming that these foreign carriers raised prices by as much as 1,000% during the pandemic. Biden also said that the U.S. is ready to deploy new vaccines if another variant of COVID were to emerge, saying the U.S. could deploy a vaccine within 100 days. President Biden also addressed concerns about social media and bullying and said that social media platforms must be accountable for the national experiment they're conducting on our children for profit. He also said tech companies need to stop collecting personal data on our children. Biden also announced as part of the U.S. response to the Russian invasion that the U.S. is closing its airspace to Russian planes. Following in the footsteps of the EU and Canada, President Biden announced a ban on Russian aircraft and airlines entering American airspace due to Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. According to Western military officials, the war is now crossing into a new phase, with Russia turning to heavy artillery and the indiscriminate shelling of civilian neighborhoods. The more destructive stage prompted Ukraine to sell 270 million worth of war bonds overnight. Russia is expected to retaliate with similar measures and may even go after Boeing, a major American exporter and one of the world's two leading aircraft manufacturers. While U.S. carriers don't operate any nonstop flights to Russia, its airspace is part of a key corridor for many long-haul flights to Asia. United Airlines typically flies over Russia en route to India, while Delta and American Airlines already suspended flying over Russian airspace earlier this week. Russia is said to derive a significant amount of money from the fees it imposes to use its airspace or to land at one of its airports. 
The new ban will also affect the lucrative air cargo services markets, impacting operations of carriers like FedEx and UPS. In fact, cargo flights between Asia and North America account for a quarter of global freight traffic, according to the IATA, putting the supply chain on watch once again. In stock news, Boston Scientific began a cash tender offer for up to $2.5 billion principal amount of certain outstanding senior notes. Holders of securities must validly tender their securities by March 15th. The tender offer expires on March 29th. Inovio Pharmaceuticals is pausing enrollment in a phase three trial of its COVID-19 vaccine, INO4800, to amend the main goal of the study after the shot showed significantly decreased levels of antibodies against the Omicron variant in lab testing. The company noted that interim efficacy data from the study will not be available in H1 2022, as previously expected. Netflix entered into a combination agreement to acquire Finland-based Next Games, a Finnish video game development company founded in 2013 that's known for its license to publish mobile games based on the Walking Dead TV series. Per the terms, Netflix commences a tender offer to buy all of the issued and outstanding shares of Next Games. Pursuant to the deal, Next Games shareholders will receive 2.1 euro in cash per share of Next Games for a total equity value of about 65 million euro. The deal is expected to close in Q2 of 2022, subject to customary closing conditions. Today, look for the ADP jobs report at 8.15 a.m. And Powell testifies on semi-annual monetary policy report at 10 a.m., Fed Chairman Jerome Powell will walk a tightrope over the next couple of days, addressing separate House and Senate panels as part of biannual hearings on monetary policy. The testimony before Congress will likely be his final public remarks before the FOMC embarks on a rate hike cycle, with inflation running at its highest level since the 80s. Powell will emphasize his commitment to taming the price pressures while being mindful of economic growth and geopolitical tensions surrounding Russia and Ukraine. Not an easy task. Lawmakers, meanwhile, will question the Fed's balance sheet and global dollar demand, as well as labor supply bottlenecks and financial conditions and stability. As of 6.20 a.m. today, Asian markets are down, European markets are up at midday, U.S. futures are up, as are crude oil and Bitcoin. Gold is down 0.7% to 1930. And the 10-year Treasury yield is up to 1.75%. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.